This is the Comedy Side Show. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you live from the birthplace of civilization and therefore comedy, it's the Comedy Side Show from South Africa. This week we've got the happy Elvis Presley himself, Mr. Mark Eddy. Hi, this is Pablo Francisco, and you're watching the Comedy Sideshow. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is the Comedy Sideshow here in South Africa, Johannesburg. Um, we're here for the Nando's Comedy Festival. This is its fifth year, and I've been on the festival this this leg of the festival, and so have you. Yes. Mark Eddie, how are you today, man? Mark Good. Eddie in the house, man. How are you Nice, doing, dude. Bro? Great, man. Great to have you. Theo, it's an honor, a pleasure to be here, man. Wow, that feels good. Yeah. Dude, that feels really good. Um, <laughs> so this is your first time in South Africa? Very first time. Yeah. Very first time. Not yours, though. You've been here a couple nope. of times before. Yeah, right? I've been here a couple of times before when I was a student, a little younger. Yeah. You know, not as good looking as you, though. I mean, you keep, <laughs> you keep pretty well. This is a rumor that I heard. You're 85 years old. 85, man. Is well, that true? LA every day. <laughs> no, I'm not even it's joking. Kind of the secret, man. Every time you're not around, the other comics are like, Dude, what is Mark Eddie on, man? Is he on baby's blood? Like, what's he doing? Like, is he taking babies and just swapping? Insulin, man, with them? insulin. I've, I've been type one diabetic since I was uh, four years old. Really? So I don't know. Maybe the sugar, maybe the sweet blood just keeps me going. I don't know. I got this thing, this little insulin pump. Oh, do you really? It's an amazing little device. Is that thing going right now? It is. It is going. It's pumping right now as we speak. It also plays some music for my insides. My insides are rocking, man. Pour some sugar on me. You know? Step inside. Walk this way. Does it, um, so it's really working right now. It's really working right now as we speak. We are pumping insulin into the body. Dude, that's awesome, bro. Yeah. Keep so you're getting alive. high. Now, do you feel high? I feel a little, it's, it's, it is a little high feeling. It's not, it's not like what I would call like, like, you know, you know, crack high, but right. it's like, this is like, uh, it's more of a, uh, just a euphoria, man. And when you get low blood sugar, it's not good because you get low blood sugar, you get this real euphoric feeling. It's like being drunk. Right. It really is like being drunk. So it can be uncomfortable like if you're driving or doing anything. Right. It's yeah. not good, man. Babysitting. Not good. Yeah. 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 It's bad. I got three DUIs off two M&Ms, man. It's bad. <laughs> bad. But you know, I got to take care of it because I don't want to be the only comedian whose uh, e-true Hollywood story someday ends with a tragic <laughs> Snickers overdose, you know? That would suck. Yeah, man, that would be real bad if you got busted just snorting sugar yeah, somewhere. Yeah. At a, like late night at a bakery or something. Yeah. People are just tripping out doing confectioners. Especially down here, man. We're yeah. a world away. I'm a hemisphere away. I'm away from my doctors and everybody. So Yeah, man, you got to really... So I guess whenever you go on the road for a trip like this, you know, this is Prepare. two weeks here and two weeks into Durban, and then you guys are headed to Cape Town. Yeah. You have to really kind of... Yeah. Mentally prepared. Now, you showed up a little early for this, I right? did. I did. I showed up a full six days early uh, per my doctor's request. He said, you want to show up early, get acclimated, you know, get used yeah. to the time change. Your body just get, you know, your freaks out going down, you know, like that. So I came in early, man. I slept a full day, man, when I got down here. So Sleeping little sugar bear. Good. But he's yeah. rocking now. But still so young looking, it's almost like, I'm like, God, every time I get into my room after going out and partying, I'm like, oh man, I need some Mark, where's this Mark, I need some Mark Eddie. I need some Mark Eddie juice. Yeah, I need that blood, whatever he's on. That... Oh, dude, thank you, man. No. So dude, so what do you think of Johannesburg, man? Oh man, First cool. thoughts. Cool, first thoughts, uh, you know, it was, it was odd, obviously, they're driving on the wrong side of the road, so that freaked me out right away. Yeah. Um, but, you know, first thoughts, man, were, were, man, just a real... 
nice bunch of people, man. Yeah. Really, really uh, very open, accepting. I mean, you know, the, you know, the, at the airport, the situation at the baggage, you know, situation, you know, I mean, you know, LAX can get kind of, you know, people are pushing and, you yeah. know, people, very polite society, I find. Very polite, very tolerant society. Um, Good people. Nice people, man. Absolutely. Yeah, a lot of nice people. I would definitely, yeah. I would definitely agree. Um, and now I just got to ask this. I mean, so you've obviously, I mean, you've toured a lot, you know, as a musician, right? Is that how you started oh, yeah. out as a musician? Oh, yeah. Totally first, as a musician. Totally as a musician. You were man. not telling jokes at first. No, not at all, man. I was, I was playing in bands, you know, played guitar and, and sang. Uh, I was a lead singer for a band. Uh, what was the band called? Like my college days. Come it was on. called Astra. And uh, we were kind of this... Uh, this rock and roll sort of crazy, yeah, this thematic band, you know. But it wasn't like crazy death rock, was it? No, no, no. It was, it was, it was pretty straightforward, sort of, huh? sort of toad the wet sprocket-ish, you know, very nice. anthem you know. Good and, stuff, man. We had a great songwriter, Joe Hamrock. He's amazing and, uh, and some just awesome players. In the band. So did you guys tour like all around the U.S. doing that? All over, mainly the Great Lakes. We kind of were regional. We stayed around the Great Lakes region. We were based baby. in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Erie, yeah. PA, man. Mistake on the lake, they yeah. call it. Yeah. You you, so you're out of Pittsburgh originally? <laughs> yeah, originally. Oh, forget that, dude. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, bro. Honestly, the, I mean, I love Pittsburgh. One of my top five cities in America. But one, sometimes you walk down the street there on Carson Street, and you'll see, like, a dude who just got off work, you know, like, the biggest head you've ever seen. And he's got a drill, and then he's got his baby that he's just carrying like this. <laughs> just it, walking. Man. I mean, it's Pittsburgh. real Pittsburgh people. is a blue-collar working man's town. Yeah. Man. And I'm actually from Steubenville, Ohio, which is kind of a suburb of Pittsburgh over in Ohio, right on the Ohio River. A little steel town there, man. And There's I some mean, serious you know, people up there. That's right, man. It's, it's, these people are hard-nosed, heavy hitters, man. You know, I mean, it's the, only, it's the only city where they look at firemen and go, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Fire, huh? That's nothing. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. I'm a steel worker. Um, and so, because actually, I remember I heard you quoted Deer Hunter the other last night when we were hanging out after at one of the shows, right? Wow. Yeah. yeah, and that was filmed in that they region. Filmed that right, right there in yeah. Steubenville, Mingo Junction, Mingo Weirton, Junction, West Virginia. Weirton, West Virginia was the home of. Uh, they just filmed uh, the film uh, Super Eight. Was filmed in Weirton, oh, really? West Virginia, just outside of Pittsburgh, right next to Steubenville, Ohio. Right now, little that whole region area. right there. It's just beautiful. I mean, I'm amazed actually that Pittsburgh isn't a bigger city than it is. Honestly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's considered a, a medium features. major market, you know, it's, it's, it's up there, but uh, it's a great town, man. Oh, I mean, you, you and love, Stiller fans, dude. Yeah, if you love sports, man. Donny. Although, yeah, we love... Uh, Don, Pirates are on their way up, man. They Pirates are, are going to do something, time. man. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, Steelers won the Super Bowl, and the Penguins won the, the Stanley Cup uh, a couple of years back, and they had this uh, sign going into town that said, Welcome to Pittsburgh, City of Champions, That's and awesome. the Pirates. <laughs> did they really? That's awesome. Well, someone That's, did one thing I love about Pittsburgh is they're not afraid to take the piss out of themselves. No. Um, you know, just, you know, make fun of themselves a little bit. Um, no, no, so no. now, I got to say, man, I, have, I um, obviously, I've, you know, just touring in the U.S., I've seen, you know, you and I are at different spots, different times, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I see you all over, you know, these different clubs and everything. It's way impressed, man. I mean, you just just amazing. You're like a you're like a jukebox, you know. I'm just like I'm just gonna go up, just put a quarter in Mark Eddy, um, even though it's a dollar now. Yeah, we've been doing that backstage yeah. too, man. We had a little sing along going the other Dude, night. Yeah, definitely really boosting the spirits. It's like you just are, seem to always be performing, but not in like an aggravating way where like you know comedians are always like, yeah, I'm telling jokes, you know. You yeah. just love music. Huh? I love I love music. I love entertaining. I love yeah, I do, man. It's all about feeling good. Yeah. The, you know, the more gooder I can feel, the better. Right on. <laughs> 
That sounds good. It sounds like a word that maybe a child would use. Speaking of children, <laughs> you see, but you also you can go like the whole range. Like my material, it's for you know people with age eighteen to thirty five who are on their Adults. way downhill in life. <laughs> Adults, you can play. I mean, you do corporate, you do all everything, don't you? you can yeah, play, you can yeah. work across the board. Really, truly. I mean, I, I you know I've done uh, you know uh, you know Bob and Tom shows and and uh, some some of the you know uh, you know harder edge Playboy Radio where you know anything goes. And uh, the material is good there, and then and then I go the other way, and, and I do Disney yeah. uh, cruise lines, and uh, do the Disney shows, and uh, uh, so you know, yeah. So yeah, so like I, I mean, like just immediately somebody sees you on stage, like wow, this guy can, you know, you can sort of like draft in any realm. So do you you do a lot of corporate stuff? I know that. Yeah. Um, you do a lot of children stuff. I mean, uh, someone said the other day, like Mark Eddy's like a cartoon. He's like a cartoon <laughs> human. You know, well, yeah, man, I'm I'm hoping to actually. I'm I'm working on a couple of a uh, couple of ideas right now. I'd like to do an animated uh, feature uh, in the future. Yeah, so that's, that sounds that's, possible. That's in the that's in the works. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that a little. Uh, I'm sure something will head in that direction. Now, so like you and I did radio the other day, and I'm just gonna flash in a few clips of that. Oh, yeah, that was. Um, we went to the uh, high 105, high 95. High, yeah, high, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's how they say. China 95. China 95. I was looking for wrong. Oh, right there on. it is. Yeah, yeah China 95. Um, yeah, it was a great time over there. Um, we talked about uh, the honey badger, which is popular right now in the U.S., <laughs> not here in Africa where we are. But uh, yeah. I was just thinking. They were doing a benefit for a honey badger, <laughs> man. How crazy was that? But how about those honey badgers, man? Uh, I just love those honey badgers, Let's man. Take a second for them real quick. This is a moment. This is a honey badger moment. Yeah. This is a. <laughs> they need money. They're trying to save money for a trampoline for these honey badgers. A jungle gym, of course. We love the honey badger. He loves us. He needs a honey gym for us. And a yeah. honey slide. Mr. Honey Badger. Honey, Mr. Honey. Won't you do some jumping around? Jump, jump. Jump, jump. Because you're just so bad in town. You're a good year, I think. You're a wild man, Mr. Honey Badger. He's the honey badger man. Oh. Dude, in America. This honey badger needs, <laughs> he needs the jungle gym. He needs his jungle He's gotta gym. He's got to have one. So we're meeting behind the library tomorrow. Just bring your honey. We're quilting. We're making a quilt for this badger. <laughs> Poor badger lost his family in a forest fire. Oh, well. I'm sorry, but that's the Lord's work, lady. Okay? <laughs> honey natural. badger don't need a dang jungle gym. All right? It's natural selection. Yeah. Honey badger needs a fireproof cage <laughs> for him and... What's left of his family? Anyway, moving on. But what I was saying is, have you? Did you ever do a career? In, would you ever consider? Have you ever done a career in radio? Oh, uh, you know, I've done some radio in the past, and I was actually offered a radio job once upon a time. Right. Um, but no, I never went that direction uh, full time. You know, it's something that I definitely enjoy. Uh, something maybe as I get older, I would I would continue to, to explore right. possibly be in one spot. Yeah, yeah. There's something there's something very cool about that, um, especially. Uh, Satellite radio and the freedom, you know, of satellite radio and, and oh, nowadays. to reach a yeah to reach a kind of a, a targeted market. Yeah, I think there's a lot of potential there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, because I was just thinking, I was like, God, I mean, I could just you know, you have obviously have the musical element, like boom, 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 boom. I was thinking that would really work well. Um, and then I realized the other day, you and I have something in common. We both have a sibling who had a transplant. Oh yeah, really? Crazy, really? Huh? Yeah. yeah. Can you say you had a brother? yeah? My brother, my brother had a, uh, tr a kidney transplant. 
uh, a few years back. Uh, he had a live donor, a friend of his actually, that donated the kidney. Ooh. And uh, that's yeah. the OA guy then. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, you that's do. That's guy. That's big. Yeah. That's big. How do you say thank you? That's an argument you'll never win again. Yeah. That, <laughs> that folk. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, no, man, uh, you know, he was very lucky, very blessed to have that donor. Um, but, uh, you know, he, he's been. He's been doing, getting along okay, but yeah, he's got good days and bad days, and, and all people with transplants, I mean, yeah, continue tough. to struggle because they got to stay rejection. on the anti-rejection medications, and everything's got to be in perfect balance. And you're stuff, fighting the and system. So. I mean, you're fighting the genetic system. Kinda. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, it's just pretty crazy. When I was just thinking about that. I was like, wow. I mean, you just, you just never know, especially in this small environment, where people have come from, you know, and kind of what kind of will bring people together. Which is that something that's just crazy about this. Um, the, the group of comics we have here this time, I feel like it's just been awesome. At this festival here, it really has, hasn't yeah. it? I mean, this whole last God, we did a ten day run. We yeah. all came in a day or two early. Yeah. So we've been hanging out for better part of two weeks together, and just the cohesiveness, the bonding that's been going on. I mean, with yeah, all great. of us and hanging out at breakfast every morning. And Dude, you got Dave Thornton, you know, from from Australia, a little Aussie. Yeah. And Michael Loftus and, you know, <clears throat> and Mike, Mark Curry pops down and pops in and grabs something. And it's been, it's been really, really neat. And even backstage, we're all very supportive of one another. another and, and you don't always see that, man. No. Comedy environment, you know. There's a little bit of a dark side. There so is, he's man. funny guys. Like, man, he's funny. I don't know about that. You know? He's a funny asshole. But we've been, we've been, there's a, just a great flow to the show. That's all I can say, man. It's been rocking. It's been really magical, man, all week. Really yeah, I agree, cool. dude. It's been really, really great. Um, how, how has it felt like being like the first guy to go out there on the stage? Because obviously you're opening up the show. Well, like my first show, uh, you know, obviously, man, the jitters were going. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking, man, what if I just go out there and, and completely suck? I mean, what if they just don't <laughs> like me or they don't get me or something? So all that's going through my head. And I was just like. Haters, man. Yeah. I was, I was, fuck it, man. Let's go. I'm going to go out. I'm just going to do, do what I do. And uh, hopefully, you know, the, the promoters knew what they were doing yeah. <laughs> when they put me in here. I just, I just put complete faith in, in that. I mean, Sam and, and all the gang, man, you know, Annika oh, and Lauren, Lauren. Do they get any better than no. that? I mean, Lauren could be the and next good Bond chick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Annika, is, softest lips in the business. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. All four <laughs> of them, right? Good Heroes. I look forward to that good okay. morning kiss from Annika. Yeah. But, um, but, you know, uh, seriously, they're, they're all just... High quality, high end people, man. They put together yeah, great. a great tour here, and they've had know. great comedians over the years. I mean, I know they said Chris Rock was in this a long time yep. ago. Yep. Um, last year, Paolo Francisco, mm-hmm. Mo Mandel, Bobby Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know there's just I obviously don't know a lot of the guys that have done it's it. Good but shoes to fill, man. Yeah, Those are big shoes to There's fill. Are big shoes to fill. So it makes you feel like when you're here, like, wow, this is really an <laughs> you're honor. Doing something, yeah. You that know? first night on stage, man, a little bit of nerves, but but really from the first moment that I was on stage, that first joke. And when it landed and you hear that roar, I mean, 1,800 people, bro. It's a nice sound, bro. We, we packed it out. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've had, what, sold-out show after sold-out show yeah. here. I mean, we've been, been putting ridiculous. over 1,000 people in an 1,800-seater uh, through the weekdays, yeah. Monday, Tuesday, over 1,000-plus people. So, um, you know, when you hear that, when I heard that first laugh, when I, when I really f- I felt it and, and it went right and I just said, that's it, this autopilot. And uh, it's just been rocking. It's a good feeling, too, huh? Rocking, yeah. It's a good feeling when you have that many people in there and they're just rocking out. And especially when, like, they're just different, some of the different cultures, you know? Yeah, Like, yeah. you're like, God, I don't know what's going to, what are these people going to get, you know? <laughs> but I guess that's one thing, too, about music is that it just transcends, man. Yeah. I mean, music, yeah. 
laughter. Um, those are two things that just transcend. Like yeah. every cult, it's just like yeah, it, it does strike <clears throat> a chord in people. No, no pun intended, but uh, the music is definitely a common denominator because they they recognize so much of the classic, the vintage rock and roll, and the stuff that that I'm really all about. I mean, that's yeah. kind of the focus of my act. And she so was she was a fast machine. She <laughs> came from Mona Clean. Wow. You know, so uh, it's crazy, man. That's how totally baby blood he's on. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, this dude is just pinting up out of infants right now. He's got a dried out infant in his, in his guitar case. He's got Somewhere two just cases, casings of infants. <laughs> I brought my, I got my guitar. Yeah, man. I see you got that axe, dude. Got it. Now, is this a pretty, now I see that you, I mean, you do this. Well, yeah. And Nick Thune does something else. Nick he's, Thune's got a little different sy- like system going on there. Yeah, we got a little, and then, uh. Some of the other guys do, yeah, but, you know, I just, cool, I write right? it on there, man. I just, no, I right. use a, a little silver Sharpie, a little, a little inside, behind the scenes. Set list. And these are just, well, these are just suggestions. Ideas. I mean, they're ideas, because sometimes you just kind of like, you know, there's times where you just like look down and I'll, I'll play with my guitar because I like to tweak, you know, the sound and, and I'll adjust, you know, the volume for some songs and things like that. And then I'll just go, yeah, why not? You know, I'll do some, do some chili peppers, you know, something, you know, you know, so I hit it, you know, little anthem. Little baby, and it's very sweet. I'm on my left foot, but I'm on my feet. Take me to the baby, let me on your toe. I'll be coming back, baby, I'll be coming back for more. Ring it on, bring it, bang it on, bong it, bang it, like a nigga, like a tone, don't ring. Like I forget what I would not have been, so my what is he trying to say? This guy? <laughs> Can we buy a vowel there, Mr. Pepper? That's what we want. <laughs> what about the Elvis from back? You do that Elvis press? All the Elvis. Southern man, Memphis, Tennessee man, king of rock and roll. I think Elvis had backup singers just so you knew what he was singing. You never tell what he's saying. Caught in a trap, and I'll hold, can't hold on, let on thing, let on let thing. I hear was a little. Um, and I was surprised the other night whenever I was backstage, I was ta- I worked as a tour manager for a while for this guy, Josh Kelly. Oh, yeah, bro. Public, uh, you know, a, a singer-songwriter in the U.S. Yeah. Um, and you were like, yeah, and we just rocked out the whole song. We did, man. man. That was awesome. Baby, you're amazing. I won't let you see that you're everything more to me. I will let you be. I will, I will. I will, I will. Josh nice. Kelly in the house. Oh, I like that, man. You're almost like the John Edwards of music. You ever feel like that, man? Like <laughs> yeah, it just kind of rolls through you. Roll you through know? me, man. I'm channeling it. Yeah, dude. Channeling it. That'd be a good, that'd be pretty cool, man. Like a music channeler. <laughs> just channel like a horrible song from somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> like this song was played at a funeral in the Kentucky. <laughs> You're dead. It's country on acid right there. <laughs> Um, so now you have one bit that you do. I, I don't know if you did it the other night or not. I didn't get to see it, um, but I know it's on YouTube. Um, that booty bit, man. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. It's, well, it's my. It's kind of like my single person's anthem, is what it is. We man. need like, one too. It's a tribute to the single people all the world over. Even here in Johannesburg, all over even South Johannesburg, Africa. Yeah, single Africans. All the single yeah. Africans out there. Single people looking for love. This is love, your song. Love. You're the one I always turn to. You're a friend, but so much more. I could call you any time at all And you'd open up your door Cause you're my boo (laughs) My boo You're my boo My little boo 
my booty call. Hey, no dinner in a movie. I don't take you home to mom. But between two and four a.m., man, we get along. You're my boo-boo. You're my boo-boo-booty call. Come on, Theo, sing it with me, man. You're my booty call. My late night lover. My bounce go wow wow. Yeah, Anytime I need a smile, I just pound a few and dial. You're my booty call. That's what I'm saying, girl. Yeah. Get over here and throw that thing. In the apple of my eye. Hope I don't get a DUI. Before my boo-hoo to call. That's what I'm saying, baby. Get over yeah. here. You're my hobo. You're a hot, sweet little looker. And you're cheaper than a hooker. Yeah, yes, free my boo-hoo to call. Yeah. Dude, man. That's a real... Masturbator's anthem right there, kind of, huh? Or not, actually. That's when you're not masturbating. You're like, you know what? That's I'm putting this on. That's right. I got a beautiful girl that's coming over. A beautiful girl, too. Everybody should have somebody on speed dial. I agree. I agree. <laughs> they really need a 911 for your libido. Yes, they do, Don't man. they? Yeah. They really do. Yeah, they we do, start man. that, man. We can really start that. Just get a Libido 911, yeah. man. Instead of Reno 911. Just get a little libido van, drive around. <laughs> Just delivering libido solvers. We do that little. What's that bounce? Bounce go wow, wow. Something like that. So, dude, I want to uh, just close out here and say, what? Like, tell me about the first time you ever headlined as a comedian. Mm. Was there like a weird transformation kind of you that know, went on? Yeah, for me, it was. It was a very uh, awkward transition. I I was in this like little no man's land for a long time because I was a coffee house act on college campuses and I was right. doing a lot of a lot of storytelling and and it was humorous and but you know it didn't you know I you know I didn't feel that I had that LPM that laugh per minute that a good stand up comic right, to really like yourself can really just bam 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 and hammer it through and uh, you know the promoters kept saying no 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 you've got the songs you've got the thing you know, it's, the, it's the different energy but it's you know it's very and so my first time you know headlining a, a club I think it was uh, Zanies Comedy club in Chicago. Or in New Chicago, Nashville? I was out in the burbs though. I was out in the burbs. Oh I was yeah, out in, uh, yeah. Vernon Hills. Uh, Vernon Hills. Yeah. So uh, I was out there with uh, with Liz, you know, the mm-hmm. manager who's still good there. Good people. Good, good people. Bert, all the gang. Um, anyway, I I had worked so hard. I mean, I was I was literally it was like crunch time, and I can remember. I can remember two, three weeks out just going to the comedy clubs like every night, every night doing spots in Pittsburgh and just getting up on stage as much as I could wow. and trying to just, you know, get, get the jokes and get the, you know, everything sort of just really put together uh, in the music. And it came together like, like just freaking so awesome. awesome, man. Yeah, and, and my first week as a headliner was, was remarkably smooth. It went really, really well. And they, you know, it's a good story. Yeah, it, it really is because I mean, I, I wanted to be a comedian so bad. I mean, I, I, I idolized guys like, like Steve Martin and Martin Mull and there were guys with music comedians that right. always, always had music in, in there, you know, but they had brilliant writing and, and the jokes were so seamless and it was just part of it. And I, I wanted to be, I just wanted to be in there. I wanted to contribute you know and do my little thing and so man it, it just it's worked out thankfully it has worked out wonderfully yeah yeah because i mean honestly bro this is an audience <laughs> member i mean uh, you just have this whole it's like other people are going for like this you know like really trying to hit the humor button but i feel like your show is like 
it's funny, but it really makes you feel good, you know? Yeah. It's cool, because it's rare. You know what I mean? Like, my comedy, I want them to walk out and be like, God, I think, <laughs> you know, we need to reconsider being alive. You know? Maybe the after, yeah. I need Just maybe the afterlife maybe I- is safer than being out here with guys like this running around. But yours, I'm like, man, this dude is rocking, you know? And then, like... And then, I mean, even specifically here at the end, you're like, man, I wish I had a band, and then it just bangs out, dude. And then you hit that Don McLean, bro, and everybody, Buddy Holly just dies. I see the plane go down. I'm like, that shit is Nirvana's awesome. in there. Yeah, I got the fucking, yeah. It's just, it's awesome, man. Yeah. Um, oh, thank you, man. No, the show, it really is, man. I, I've it's always, been awesome. from day one, I always wanted to wanted it to be a feel-good kind of thing, you know, because... You know, I just I just have a different perspective on things. It, it's a musician's perspective, which is not always, you know, it's a, not always the happiest perspective sometimes. But but the way I, I guess the way I, I try to look at the glass, three fourths full, you know, most of the time. Yeah, you seem to have that good. Um, you seem to have a positive attitude. You know, I think that goes a long way, especially with comedians. You know, cause you spend so much time by yourself. You're like, dang, yeah. dude. Last thing I'm doing today is staying positive. <laughs> You know, not in this motel, you know. Well, that's where the funny comes from, too, though, you know. It oh, comes yeah, from no the dark, doubt. You know, you have to realize, really, when you, when you get right down to it, all humor, everything that's funny, everything that we laugh about is based on something that is not inherently funny. Think about that. And that's what's so therapeutic about it. That's why it's so, so cleansing and so, so just a great release to laugh because yeah. you think about all the humor, all the funniest things that we laugh about on stage, death, Taxes, relationships, going to shit, you know, you know, misery, misery, fallen, physical ailments, sickness, you know. Yeah, it's all funny. (laughs) It's all funny. Yeah, in the end, it's like, oh, these are the guys that are gonna make it funny. Uh, Maybe we do have a job. Well, your glass is three, uh, definitely three quarters full, man. I, it might be three quarters full of baby blood, but three <laughs> sugar. The blood. magic, yes. I'm gonna name my band Blood Sugar, <laughs> dude. I swear to God, in two years, you're gonna be selling some kind of kit that keeps people just on a whole nother level. Like he's gonna be <laughs> so actually celebrating good. his 17th birthday next year. You know what it is, man? Um, I'll tell you what it is. It's my wife, man. My is wife it? is amazing. I've been with my wife <clears> 20. Five years. We've been married 21. And she's a real estate agent, right? In Los Angeles. A real estate agent. Two, in Santa Clarita. Two beautiful daughters. Nice. Uh, teenagers, man. 16 and 18 year old daughters are amazing. Um, and I think that's what does. And I got a golden retriever. Ooh, My one friend, that. Dana Eagle, she's a comedian, very funny. She goes, she goes, dude, you're like a golden retriever. <laughs> you're, always, you're always like excited, happy, loyal. You're like, that's a good call, man. Some of that, man. You're like the music golden retriever. Of I do, but I wake up and I want. I, I have coffee with my dog every morning, and, and I'm subconsciously I say that to myself. That man, is if a I white be, person thing. If right I could be there. more like my dog, yeah, <laughs> is a white, that is a white person thing, man. That's Valencia. Valencia <laughs> Walk the paseos and go get coffee. <laughs> well, dude, I'm glad to be doing the last show here with you tonight. Obviously, It'd be awesome. Um, Thank you man, so I wish much, you were going man. on with us, man. I know. Durban, I wish man. so, too. They're, these guys are all going on to uh, Durban and Cape Town for two more weeks of shows. I'm not going to be. I'm heading back to the U.S. Um, but that's all right, man. got shit to do. Got things to I do. got tall shit to do, got man. got tall shit. But we're going to, uh, we'll be at uh, UC Fullerton. <laughs> yeah. On what date is it on? That'll be on Sunday, Sunday, August 21st. Sunday, Cal August State 21st. Fullerton. It's going to be an orientation show primarily for the students. But I think if the public wants to come out, the they won't, they won't kick you out. Nice, man. So, yeah, you guys can check it out. Uh, you can check it out on, uh, on his website. Do you have a website? It's markeddy.com. Yes, markeddy.com, and it's M-A-R-K-E-D-D-I-E.com. 
markeddy.com, um, and then theovon.com. I'll have the same date on my website, so you can check it out as well. Um, dude, thanks for being here, man. You want to play us out with something on the way yeah, out? Yeah, man. Let's do awesome. something. Let's see. Let's see what we can do. <laughs> Put my party hair on. Here. Tune it, tune it. Hope this isn't too dirty for the show. That's not, man. Everything is good. Kind of cool. Whatever you want, dude. I'm just going to put on my fucking curvy music listening face. Well, I want a job where it's not so wrong to walk around naked all day long. Where my coworker is a smoking hottie. She makes me tan and shave my body. We don't talk about politics or war. Just who's doing who from whose back door. Where you never cross the line or go too far. It's the life for me. I want to be a porn star. Porn stars live the life of luxury. There's Peter North, there's Ron Jeremy, Amber Gina and Ginger Lynn rocking my world at the AVM. It'd be great, it would rock all the girls riding on my car. I wanna be a porn star. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wanna be a porn star. With my leading lady looking deep into my eyes saying, oh, 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 oh. I want to be a porn star, yeah. And though I really love playing my guitar, you know the life for me is to be a porn star. Wow. So if you go from music to comedian to porn star, I think that's that actually seems like the right path. We'll have done it all. Yeah, I think that seems like the, the preferred... <laughs> the self-actualized uh, life. Right on, man. Well, look, I hope to see you in a, uh, in a video then I'm on sure. uh, mobilepornhub.com. <laughs> Obviously, just make sure there's some chicks in it. Yeah. It'd be weird if it were just, just you. Chicks, yeah, yeah me, yeah. Weird. Playing, you know, that game you talk about in your show. Ooh, gay chicken. That's a weird <laughs> game. But hey. It's a man's game. Dude, my dad always told us, man, gay before sister. <laughs> you know? It's just tough time for some people. Mark Eddy, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Comedy Side Show. Oh, we'll see you guys man. next time from Johannesburg. Thank you very much, Mark. South Africa. Appreciate Peace it, man. Love, yep, you guys have a great tour, man. And I'll, uh, I'll see you back in the States. Will do, brother. Cheers. Right. Cheers, man. Dave, Dave, Dave Matthews does that crazy little Dave Ma- Matthews dance. You ever see that? It's like his left leg's trying to get away from him or something. You ever see that? It's crazy. It's like the hokey pokey gone wrong. I don't know. <laughs> Then he starts this auctioneer thing. It's like, Thank you guys for joining us. Remember, when times get tough, you can always breastfeed each other. This has been South African's version of the Comedy Sideshow. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll see you next time. Remember again, apartheid, bad comedy. So good.